What is up, everybody? Joe Sib here with you, Rad Parenting, with my co-host, Anaya Bogue. Thank you guys so much for joining us today on Rad Parenting. Super excited to be here. As I always say on the show, your questions can generate the topics. Mm -hmm. uh, if you ever want to email us, all you got to do is go to radparenting at gmail.com. Any question you have uh, for Anaya or myself, you can hit us up there. Also, it's also been a way that we can find out what you guys dig about the show. And we've been pretty fortunate because whenever I say, well, you don't dig about the show, there's only been a couple of people who have been like, hey, Joe, sometimes you talk too fast. <laughs> really? Yeah. And that, that was from Karen. And I, and I was like, like your wife, you mean. Your yeah, wife, Karen. Yeah. I was like, babe, why did you email the show to say that? She's like, because you never listen to me. There you go. All right. I'm off of the mic for a second because I'm going to go to our emails. Awesome. And um, I'll just dive into this right away. Uh, first of all, thanks for everyone with all of the texts. Keep those texts coming. Text the word parenting to 313131, and you will be updated on all of the shows, plus everything that Anaya and I have going on with Rad Parenting. Uh, I'm going to go into this, uh, um, this email that was sent to mm -hmm. us, and it's from a woman named Ginny. And uh, basically, uh, it says, single mom, serious boyfriend. Okay. So we're going into a territory that we haven't gone uh -huh into on the show. I think you've touched on it here and then, but it's about basically mm -hmm. dating mm -hmm. after a divorce. Yeah. And I feel it's a really, really good topic. Here's the email. Hi guys. I love, love, love the show. Three loves. Totally love that. <laughs> I started listening from the start about a month ago and I'm all caught up. Thank you for listening. That's wow. a lot of episodes. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. Anea, I need your help. I'm a single mother with a daughter who is 10. We live just the two of us and have for the last five years. Her father is remarried and they're about to have their first child. Okay. Okay. I have full custody. She sees her dad's sees her dad on the weekends and holidays. I haven't dated too much over the years. Nothing too serious, but lately I have met a man that has been in our life and started dating him. Wow. So now I am kick your teeth in love. I've never heard of that term. Have you heard of that? No, but I love it. Okay. I'm so in love. Someone kicked me in my mouth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've, been yeah, I've been friends with this man since <laughs> oh, uh, she was born. She knows him and she can tell I'm acting different. How do I incorporate this man into her slash our life? Her little world is being rocked right now. Help. All right. Here we go, Jenny. Here we go with the help. Okay. So uh, first thing, I, I want to break this question down into three parts. Okay. Because I thought about it when I was kind of outlining the show, for a lot of our listeners out there, they might not be as far down the road as our listener, Ginny. Mm -hmm. Just say they're recently divorced. Or, and, or just decided they're going to get divorced. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. separated. And their partner has decided to, get, decided to remarry. Mm -hmm. That's a question you got to have with the 10-year-old or anybody mm -hmm. in your family. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I want you to tackle the question of, uh, mom or dad is having a new son or daughter. So there's right. this new person in your life, your first stepbrother, first step. That's a question right now. Yeah. I feel a lot of the people listening to the show be like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Right. And then, you ready for this? The last question I want to have you try to tackle, or I know you will tackle, is just dating in general when you have kids mm -hmm. and you're uh, a, a parent that recently has gotten divorced right. and you just got to talk about dating and I don't even, when would even be the time to bring someone into your life to meet your kids? I feel like that's such a huge responsibility. Yeah. Are you ready to okay, dive yeah, in? So Are you ready to dive first, in? First, you're going to have to recap those. So the first okay. question is... First question is, uh, parents, 
who are separated, partners that are no longer together, mm -hmm. uh, the other partner uh, that is beginning to date before, say, you are in this situation. Mm -hmm. And in this situation with Jenny is her, her um, ex-husband started dating, got married, married. and has a kid. Is so let's just, is now about to have a baby. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying, so, yeah. so how would you explain that possibly to a 10-year-old? Okay, so wait. First of all, always, 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 it is important to um, meet your children where they are, which includes acknowledging the the challenges that they're facing without, and this is, this is really key, without um, bringing a lot of, like, making it bigger than it is or... Um, or so in other words, you're saying, I understand that there's a lot going on. Like, you know, I know that you had to deal with in this particular case. You're identifying. First, you're, you're identifying. You're acknowledging, acknowledging the challenges that your child is facing, but this is really important. You're not doing so in a way that is basically telling them or teaching them that when you have a challenge or something's difficult, that that becomes a part of your story or a part of who you are. It is a an obstacle that we need to problem solve to overcome. So you're putting it right out on the table. Absolutely. I, I don't, I think it's, and I think kids want to know that they're heard and that they're seen and their feelings in, in this whole, you know, big upheaval of their lives Got it. matter Got without it. putting them in a position where like, it's, it's all about them. And I know a lot of people that get separated or divorced carry guilt and then they start over, like they're just doing things that we wouldn't normally, it, it can lead to not such effective parenting okay. if we're coming from a place of, oh my gosh, how's this going to affect poor Susie? Or, oh my God, what have I done to my kid? Or whatever. Be conscious of it, but there's a way to do that. Okay. So so the first thing is to acknowledge to, in this particular case, like, wow, there's been a lot of changes in your life. Okay. Then from there, it's really every step of the way is about how you frame it. So your children are always going to take cues from you. If they, you know, the example that I always use is I can remember being out playing in the, our front yard. We'd call them booters, like getting booters. We'd like step in water, step in the ditch. And if we looked up at the window and my mom was like, smiling or like, oh, glad you guys are having fun. We were like, oh, it's okay. We're having fun. Whereas if something happened and we looked up at my mom and she was like not looking happy, then that would set the tone of like, oh boy, like we've really done something wrong or something is bad here. So any of these really charged, sensitive topics or conversations that you're going to have, you need to know that your kids are going to take your cue. If you are telling them you know, I love you and this is a hard time for all of us, but know that mommy and daddy are always here for you and we're going to get through this together. We're still a family. All of those things are going to help your child feel heard and seen and that you're being honest with them. You're not sugarcoating to the point of like, oh, it's no big deal. Everything's going to just be funny. Like it's, it's going to be fine. Um, but you're also um, not making it so dire that that's what they latch onto. Like this is just this insurmountable thing and how am I going to survive it? I'm now a child of divorced parents, blah, blah, blah. Wow. I, I always love your attitude about divorce. Oh, know, really? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> and, and, and I know that just for me, I gotta. Whenever you've talked about divorce, you've never made it so catastrophic. Whereas for me, I just think of divorce as such a, just oh my gosh, that would be the worst thing mm -hmm. to ever happen. And and you've always had an attitude that if it isn't if it isn't working and it isn't grooving, that life is short and that it's okay. Yes. So what you're saying is is that if you can for this for this particular woman that's that's sitting down with her ten year old is yeah. that she's not portraying the situation as catastrophic. That's she's, right. She's portraying it as like, hey, you know, I'm gonna be happy. Which and your father's going to be yep. happy, which means you'll be happy. That's right. And in all of that, how do you get to that place? So, because your mom, your dad, you know, you have to, 
you're, you're you know the 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 girl you know when I always view our parents as just mom and dad you right know? so so this is and and people have heard me say this many times before this is and yet another opportunity to let your children see that you're human. So, because they think, you know- So mom and dad are human? Yes, as it turns out. And letting them know, you know, again, through this whole conversation of whether it's you're introducing the idea of the divorce, you are in the divorce or through the divorce, and now it's about bringing other partners in, or now dad's having a baby with his new partner, or mom's having a baby with her new partner. Every step of the way, it's important for your children to hear that- their happiness is important to you, but your own is is important too. And saying things like, life is short. Joy, having joy in our lives is such an important part of being healthy and well in the world. And I will be a better person, a better mommy, daddy will be a better daddy if we have joy in our lives, which does not mean it's supposed to be zippity-doodah 24-7, that if something is, you know, you have a bad day, that that means it's really bad. No, but what you're really hitting on a point is so important that if you have these discussions, the feeling I'm getting from you is that it doesn't have to be so dire, but also really being open to saying life is short. Yes. And it's not the greatest news that yep, mom and dad Not didn't, ideal. Wish this didn't have to happen. But you really have a choice to either become the victim or we can move on together. And create something. We're always, we're all, we always have a hand in creating. I got to say though right now, and I can feel like, I know our listeners are like, Joe, you got to ask the question. What happens when the divorce doesn't go well? Okay. You know, I mean, this woman that we're our our listener feels like it is going well, but I got to yeah. just have you steer the car in there sure. for one second. Sure. You know, it's it's hard sometimes. You know, we all know the divorce. Yes. Sometimes isn't the, as nice as we want it to be. It right. Can get you know get dodgy. Okay, so I love that. I love that word, dodgy. Um, so can so, I tell you right now? First time I ever used it. Really? Yeah. It sounds really good when you have an English accent. Yeah. Okay. I, I heard it said on NPR. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I listen to NPR sometimes. And I feel super smart. You, you are super smart. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, so the 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 question that you you're, you're and yeah. I'm sure there's lots of people going, look, that's not the way that's my divorce went down. How? Okay. So first of all, I am a very, very, very big believer that we always have. We, we don't always have a choice about what life is going to throw at us, but we always have a choice in terms of how we hold it, how we respond to it, whatever. So a divorce is not ideal. It's not. It's like even people that come together and go, you know what, this isn't working anymore, but let, let's do this the best way we can. It's hard. There is grieving that happens. There's sadness and sometimes a feel of failure and all of those things that we're feeling. Um, and yet... If the alternative is we're going to stick it out and basically create an environment where our kids on a daily basis are subjected to negative energy and fighting or bickering, or even if there's no like overt arguing going on, but our children being so sensitive can feel like these are not two happy, healthy human beings. And what's really important in terms of fulfilling our role as parents is we are setting them up for the same thing. We're modeling, we're, we're setting the example. So if we are, if, if we choose to do that, we're telling our kids that they're going to be expected to do the same thing, that their happiness is really, and their well being is really secondary to like fulfilling this commitment to be married, you know, till, till death. And I just think that that is, I've worked with too many people who range in age, um, you know, but especially the adults that can really articulate and be like, I wish my parents would have just called it a day. Well, it makes sense when you say it that way. And maybe for me, the reason I think of it is so catastrophic because I'm only comparing it to my personal relationship with my wife that if, you know, if we ever had to go down that road, it would be catastrophic. At least I feel that way. 
Uh, and what you're saying is, is that you're dealing with so many different uh, clients and so many people that are coming through your door that are saying, oh my gosh, it wasn't a happy environment. Don't know why they stuck it out. Yeah. The moment I waited, went away to college, dad moved out and got a condo. Right. You so know? The, fa- the fact that they yeah. thought they were doing that got for it. us, got wrong. It. Okay. Right? That makes sense. I, I appreciate so, you going uh, and, and throwing that into the episode. And we episode. always have the choice to not make divorce adversarial. I mean, we just do, right? Right out the gate. We have that choice. And it doesn't mean like roll over and get taken for a ride, but, but there is a way to come to the table and be like, we have children. We have an obligation to those children. And if we need to do this because we can no longer be happy in this situation, then we need to move through this in a way that is still coming from a place of love and respect that we entered this whole thing with. Yeah. And one of the things I got to say to our listeners right now, because somebody might be listening to what you're saying and being like, well, how would a nan know? And you you went through I've been divorce. through. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I've been through this. So yeah. so I do know. That's not you know hypothetical or theoretical. It You've is. lived it. I have lived it. I believe that you can make a choice. And and, and so there's that. So, okay. okay. So, so now we've sort so you of answered just broached the questions. subject about you know, approaching this, this topic. And it, it is, it can be touchy. So in this case, we have a mom who's already been through that phase. And I don't know how she handled it, but now here she finds herself. And now it's like, you know, there's a couple of things that this, this young girl is facing. And I think they need to be called out. Like in addition to, you know, mom and dad having been divorced, now dad's been remarried. Now there's a new sibling after being an only child, I'm guessing for 10 years, she's got a new sibling. And, and now mom's going to bring somebody new onto the scene. Who's not exactly new, but new in this particular, you know, um, has been a part of their life, been a part of their lives, but does not carry the title of, you know, partner, boyfriend, whatever. There you go. So, you know, coming out the gate, acknowledging like all the challenges that she's faced and uh, probably applauding like how well she's moved through it and just reminding her again how much she's loved. Um, And then I think, you know, the, 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 the next thing here is, is the when. And and how it, it, there it's really about finding that sweet spot when you are going to bring a new person into your into your life, you know, post divorce, is um, making sure that you've spent enough time with them that you and and have had enough communication about the fact that. I have kids. Maybe I have kids and you have kids. What do we anticipate are going to be the obstacles to blending these families? Or what do we think are going to be the obstacles? I don't know if this man has has children or not, but like to, to bringing you in in this, wearing this new hat, which is something different. All of those adult conversations should happen over time before that second, that new person is ever introduced. Um, yeah. Cause what you're saying is, is that those conversations have to happen well before this new the kids person. are brought into the into the mix, right? You have wow. to be sorting through that and figuring out like how well the two of you can communicate just in anticipating the obstacles, never mind actually diving in and dealing with them. Now, the problem is that there's only so much you can talk through in hypotheticals and it, there, it may be the case, and it doesn't sound likely. And the, what I love about this particular situation is that this is somebody that this woman has gotten to know over time in what I usually refer to as like his natural habitat. Meaning, unlike a dating context where it's like a job interview, everybody's great at their freaking job interview. It's just like f- the first several dates. They're going to put forward their best their best self. And it's only over time that you get to know. So I think it's lovely that this woman has had an opportunity over the course of, it sounds like at least 10 years, if she's known him since before her daughter was born, to get to know this man in a friendship context where he wasn't like putting on a, you know, a, a, a good face or a brave face. He wasn't in the honeymoon phase. That's right. 
Exactly. And so, so that sounds like probably she knows enough about this man and they know enough about their, their relationship dynamic that she's probably not going to have to wait too much longer to know that the time is right to introduce this man in this, with this new hat. Um, and so, but the, the sweet spot is having spent enough time with that new person without being so invested that if it goes sideways, when he or she is introduced to your children and I'm going to caution our listeners, going sideways does not mean, oh, well, if our kids don't like jump up and down with great excitement that mom or dad has a new boyfriend or girlfriend, then I guess it's done. Look, the, especially if they're teens, you are going to get hard pushback. <laughs> I'll There's tell you. no question. Yeah. I mean, the, right when you said that, I just thought of the pushback that when I was a teenager, uh-huh. I remember, I feel so bad for my mom and dad. Like I should seriously call, like it's- make, <laughs> Right after I, the show, you're going to call I them. remember, I would, yeah, my, my mom- you know, was dating. I was 13 and I was such a jerk to her boyfriends <laughs> and, and I was such a jerk to my dad's girlfriends. And I was so, I remember once when I was a kid, I stuck a marble, a marble, not a cigarette. I stuck a marble uh-huh. in one of my mom's boyfriend's oh, gas dear. tank. And you ready for this, Anaya? Listen to him talk about all the work <laughs> that he was having done on his car <gasps> for like Sib <laughs> for months and never said anything. Oh, I'm sure just relished every every oh, time it came and I, up. And I and just hey, listeners, just so you guys know, that is high fives in hell right there. That right. is, I am <laughs> not proud of that. And right now, if there's someone sticking a little marble in my Prius you gas tank, karma. then I know it's karma. But yeah, it definitely the adolescent factor played into. So I like that you're saying going sideways doesn't mean. That your kids are doing. It doesn't mean it's a dungeon. Somersaults. Like, because- oh no, this isn't going to work. And also be suspicious if they're just like, yay, we have a new daddy or a new mommy. Like, eh, also probably not genuine. Um, but this is why it's important before you actually bring that person in. I think really from the conversations need to start from the time the divorce is happening about like life being short and happiness being important. And I'm your mommy, but I'm also a person or I'm your daddy and I'm also a person. And I always just like, I want you to be happy with your friends and think about how joyful you are when you sit down and play the piano or when you're gaming or whatever. Like I want that for you and I want you to want that for me. And you use the word human. Mm-hmm. I'm a human being. Yes. And Which, that's important because remember, that's not just taking something for ourselves as parents. That is giving our children permission right now in the present, but also in the future as they become adults to also understand like, I have a responsibility to, this is this is Anaya speak here. I believe that every human being has a responsibility and I dare say obligation to do the work of becoming the best version of themselves. Part of that includes having joy, having love in your life and giving yourself that um, responsibly, not carelessly with your family in mind and all of that. But nevertheless, it's important to do that and to thereby give your kids permission to also make choices in life that are going to bring them joy. Wow. Yeah. The whole idea of having this question be a part of the show was to really answer almost four different questions Mm -hmm. with one. And I really feel that you touched on all of them, just the idea of divorce not being as catastrophic as Mm -hmm. all of us feel Mm -hmm. that it might be. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm able to say that is by what you said, you're dealing with clients that have said, gosh, I wish mom and dad would have just called it a day because the stress that they went through was the reason they're sitting in front of you. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, And then secondly, I loved how you kind of, how you basically talked about the topics, mom, uh, mom or dad begins to date. 
it's okay. I, I want mom or dad, you know, your father to be happy. Right. If, if they're happy, that's, that's great for us. That's yeah. great for you. And also just letting our kids know that we're human beings. That's that right there is something I'm going to say to my kids tonight. When I see them, I'm going to be like, Hey, I'm a human being. I'm just going to start my yeah. day with that. I'm just, gonna start my just evening with FYI. that. Just FYI. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't feel that we say that enough to our kids. No, and I think some of it is we feel like we're supposed to be up on this pedestal and pedestals only set us up to fall, Yeah, honestly. And it's in, and again, not just for our own sake, but for our children's sake to know that they're also given permission, given permission to leave an unhappy relationship because the, mom and dad made that choice. One <laughs> last part of this question I really mm-hmm. want to just have you answer was Jeannie mentioned that the the man that she's going to be letting right. her daughter know was a family a family yeah. friend someone that's obviously been in their life the whole time is there a way to steer that from like wait a minute it was my baseball coach and now right. you're dating or wait a minute that's my teacher right. or wait a minute that's yeah. you know our neighbor right yeah so i think that you know honesty is 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 for sure like a, a really big deal and i think that again the the way in which it's framed so saying the good news is, like, so-and-so is not a stranger to either of us. This is a person who knows you, who's known you since you were born, who loves you. And, and you know, isn't this a beautiful thing that we're, uh, you know, here's, here's us taking charge. And where a lot of people get divorced and they have all of this turmoil, your dad and I have been committed to making sure that, you know, he's... You are still his priority. You're still my priority. And yet we're also finding happiness and love and what that ultimately means for you. And this is something I personally said regularly with my oldest daughter was, yes, it would have been great if your dad and I could have stayed together and and we could, and, and had we been happy enough to stay together. That's not possible. Here's the great benefit is you now have four parents that love you because her dad went on to get remarried. I got remarried and it was just this, this beautiful way of framing it. And I know that if I, when I talked to her as an adult today, that stuck with her, that resonated with her. It, it gave her a brain prompt or a cue like, oh, this is, doesn't have to be catastrophic. This is actually means more love for me. I have more people loving me in my life now, even if it can't be the ideal thing that I wanted. I love how many times we've used the word framing in this show. People listening to it could also think it's about construction, but it really, it isn't. It's about how you frame these type of tough conversations with your children. Anaya Bogue, nailing it. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I want to thank all of our listeners. Got to thank Jeannie. We won't say your last name because that'd be kind of weird, but thank you so much for taking the time to write this email to us and really driving the show today. Uh, that is how a lot of times the topics for the Rad Parenting are decided. So please keep those emails coming to radparenting at gmail.com. Please keep the text coming too. That is right. Text uh, the word parenting to 313131. And you'll be hearing this shout out from me for about the next uh, four or five episodes. Yes, my record is coming out. Joe Sib, nowhere near the top. And if you want, you can go to iTunes right now, search my name, Joe Sib, and you'll see a little picture of me skateboarding. It says, Joe Sib, nowhere near the top. And if you bought my pre-ordered record for $8, I'd be so stoked. You'd make a little Italian man very, very happy. (laughs) Because if I don't sell enough of these, it's going to be a sad day, April 28th. But I won't even talk about it. No, No, I'd be stoked. And you guys have been buying them, so that's been super, super cool. But uh, we appreciate everything. Um, And thank you so much, Anea, today. This was great. Uh, My name is Joe Sib. And Anaya Bogue. We're both out of here. Late. Late.